I have something exciting to tell you. Okay. I, it's exciting to me. I don't know if you're going to think it's exciting, but um, I got tickets for me and Alex to go see Scream 6. It's like a pre-screening fan event tonight okay. at five and oh, it's going nice. to be in 3d and then we're getting like some kind of like poster or something from the movie awesome so i'm so excited Alex is that is like, at I'm that... wearing my ghost face shirt my ghost face backpack <laughs> <laughs> is this at that theater you told me about where people do like uh the dress up and the big events no. and stuff like that no it's just a theater that's across the street but they're doing an event at certain theaters so I'm excited because it comes out tomorrow. So hopefully it's good. I like the last movie. Did you ever see Scream 5? I still haven't watched it. What? It's on Paramount. I know. And it just got added to Netflix in Canada too. I got the email. Hello, get it together. I know. I know. I just, um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. Yeah, you should. I'm excited. I, I, I keep seeing, so this whole thing is like, set in New York City so they're actually moving it but I have avoided I've seen like one teaser trailer and I've avoided every trailer every article every everything because I just don't want to know anything about it yeah you always end up enjoy. getting spoiled for I some know reason. and I typically I, I just don't like spoilers especially when it comes to a horror movie yeah so, I, I'm excited I, don't really I hope the problem. 3d is good I hope that there's something 3d about it but you know. I mean, I'm assuming it will be, or else why would they do that, right? I know. I'm excited. Yeah, so, it should be yeah. fun. I'm already getting freaking text messages from my kid who's driving me nuts. It's supposed to be easier when they're a teenager, but now I'm, that's, I guess that's my bitch fit is, do, can we do our bitch fits now so I can just complain and get it out of the way? Let's do it. Okay, so weekly bitch fit. Um, my kid is like being super needy this week and it's so annoying constantly like texting me. Can you come pick me up? How long are you going to be? Da, 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 da. Are you coming? Where are you? And it's like, calm down, chill, bitch. Like yesterday I was at the gym and I was working out and, um, I get a text message like, oh, I need to be at work at school basically in 30 minutes. And typically not supposed to be there until 45 minutes from that time. And I'm like, well, you should have told me that and you should have planned because now I'm in the middle of my workout and I'm not going to cut my workout in half so that I can come pick you up. Even though most parents would probably say like, be a better parent and get your kid to school. But in my opinion, I'm like, it's your responsibility to know what days you have to be at school at what time you're almost 16 years old. And like, don't screw up my whole day because you didn't check the schedule. You need to do that. I don't know. What do you think? I, I hundred, I think that they're lucky that you drive them to school because I know I, well, when I was in high school, I lived very close to the school, like walking distance. So, yeah. but, but my mom worked at a school herself that was far away. So I, even if it was, I would have never been able to get rides. If I wanted a ride anywhere, it was never, if I was like, where are you? Where are you going to be? My mom would have been like, you're cut. I'm not driving. <laughs> like if I wanted a ride from my mom somewhere to drive me to my friend's house or something on the weekend, it was like politely ask at least 24 hours before. Yes, exactly. Like I mm -hmm. hate that last minute. Can so and so spend the night tonight? There's buses no. for a reason. That was that that was the answer myself well, and all my friends got. Yeah. And the thing is, like, so I started having him ride the bus this year because 
it's down the street. And and the thing is, get on, get your ass on the bus and get to school because when the school takes you, they have a separate entrance for the buses and they get you in there and they're out. When mm-hmm. I take you, I have to sit in fucking line for 40 minutes waiting for And the kids are walking down the sidewalk faster than the cars are moving. So I don't want to do that shit. That's a waste of my time. And yeah, I don't have like a regular job where I'm gone from these hours to these hours, but I have so many different projects. I've got podcasting, reselling. I've got uh, the reptile business and I mean, all kinds of things going. So I strategically plan each day the night before. And so when I have planned my day that from this hour to this time, I'm at the gym getting my workout in, which is my time for me to start my day off right and feel good. What did I tell you, Janelle? Gym time is me time. Exactly. (laughs) That is me time. That is the only time during the day that is not dedicated to anything that anyone else is doing. And it was your responsibility to know what time you had to be at school Sorry for your luck. I guess you're going to have to be embarrassed when you walk into class 15 minutes late. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I know a lot of parents would be like, well, put your kids first, blah, blah, blah. I put my kid first my whole life. Like, um, and the thing is, it's, I don't think it has anything to do with putting your kid first. I think it's teaching your kid a sense of responsibility because life lessons in the real world, when he's in his twenties, et cetera, He's not going to have you to fucking drop everything and go drive right? him to a job interview or to work or wherever he's going. Like People don't just drop exactly what they're doing. Yeah, to it has nothing to, to do you. with you putting your kids first. It's you teaching your kids responsibilities. That's yeah. people who think that you aren't putting him first. That's the like new mentality over like babying these children. No, well, a lot of moms have. I feel like a lot of moms give up who they are as a whole once they become a mom like it's almost like they don't exist anymore and they only exist for their children and that's not how I am that's not how I've ever been I love my child more than anything anyone in the whole world but I'm still a human being who still needs to exercise and sleep and take care of myself I still exist so um you know, check your schedule, just like I did. I had my morning and my day scheduled out. So you need to do the same. And yeah, it's learning hard lessons. And then he was in my office doing art last week. And then I came in today to record a podcast and my fucking headphones are gone. And I had to go like searching through for the headphones that I don't like. And I'm like, That just pisses me off. Don't steal my shit without asking me. And that goes for the 45 hoodies that are hiding in your bedroom somewhere and all my cute clothes that disappear. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I love him so much, but goddamn, that kid's a pain in the ass sometimes. So that's my bitch fit. It's a good one. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if mine's as intense as yours, but um... I still, I still can't wait to hear it. I love to bitch. Go for it. So Mine is just minor inconveniences when you're already having a bad day. So the last few days for me just haven't been great. Like no particular reason. I think a little bit of seasonal depression, vitamin D deficiency, because um, I literally like to hibernate during the winter. Yep. Um, I don't like to drive in the shitty weather. I don't like to be out in the cold, like all that stuff. I just much rather stay at home. I got everything I need here. Um, so I think it was just a little mix of that, but 
when you're having days where like nothing just seems to go your way and you're you're just trying so hard to get yourself into a better mood but you can't and then all the fucking fire detectors in your house go off at once oh my god I felt so bad for you so bad for you this is so awful. literally I was just like in such a rut yesterday and I just like forced myself to go for a walk and I was like okay I feel a little better now and I was like I'm just gonna clean my house top to bottom until Julie and I record because mm-hmm. then you know it just always makes you feel better when you clean and yeah. then so I'm cleaning I have my bluetooth headphones on listening to a podcast and then I just like see a light out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, what the fuck? I look and it's the fire detector and I take off my headphones. It's beeping like crazy, trying to get it to shut off. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know why it's going off. The rest of them in the house all start going off because that's how fire detectors are like set up so that oh, if you're I asleep or something, you, you'll wake up. Yeah. Okay. So I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm doing everything. I'm like is there a fire in my house that I don't know about? Is there like, is there carbon monoxide? Cause apparently you can't smell that shit. Mm. Um, is there, are there gas leak? Like I'm freaking the fuck out, obviously. Um, so eventually I like got them off, but it was a good like 30 minutes. This was going on. That so, sounds like, like an eternity. Go to the garage, get the ladder. Like it was. And then when I finally got it off the fucking wall, it was still going off and I had to like hold the button for like a minute and then it finally turned off. And uh, it's, I, I don't know what the fuck that was, but I had such a bad headache after. Oh, and I it felt was just so bad for you. It was just like, why did that happen? And like I said, it was scary because I didn't know if my house was on fire, but you know, everything's okay. Fire somewhere. Did you figure out what it was? Like what caused that? I think that like dust can get into it to set it mm. off. I think it's super, super, super sensitive. So okay. I honestly just think it was just something like that. That sucks. That's so annoying. I felt so bad for you because you sent me a quick little like video and I was like, I mean, 10 minutes or what did you say? Did you say 10 or 30 minutes? Like 30. That's an eternity. That probably felt like 10 hours. I'm like opening up all the windows in the house. Like, oh. wait, like what is going on right now? Right. I'm like worried my next door neighbor can hear and they're going to call 911 or something like that. And I'm like oh half gosh. stoned being like, oh my God, I hope the fire department. <laughs> I hope like hot firefighters don't bust through my door right now. Like what is going on? You're like, I'm not ready. <laughs> oh my God. But it, it's one of those things. And then of course I was just like in an off mood for the rest of the, the, the day, the evening, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I woke up today feeling so much better, but I just oh, feel God. like, um, when like you have bad days and things like stupid things like that just happen to you, I feel like it's so fucking easy to just um, like throw yourself into a hole and be depressed for a week. Like I feel mm-hmm. like it's so easy to fall into that. And um, it's just one of those things that once you just like force yourself to get up and get going, it, you always feel so yeah. much better. Sometimes you just need like a good night's sleep and get over it. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's some there's some days where I get to the gym and I'm like, I don't want to fucking be here. Like I just want to go home and take a nap on the couch or be lazy or eat a bunch of junk food and just like feel sorry for myself. And uh, when you're in those bad uh, moods too, it's so hard to like want to eat like chicken and rice and spinach mm. it's like no I'm I want like McDonald's shit. I want ice cream like yeah yeah 
I felt really frustrated this morning too, because this week, um, so typically my body responds very quickly to changes in my diet, changes in exercise, stuff like that. I am very lucky. It's lucky. And it's also unlucky because it can go either way. It can be positive change with getting smaller, losing weight, being less bloated, losing inches. Or if I eat one thing or eat something that I shouldn't or do something I shouldn't immediately my weight is up two pounds, my inches, like it can go either way. It's such an extreme. And, and all week, um, I started doing uh Caroline Gervin, uh, YouTube workout plan. That's like 10 weeks or something. And it's called iron. It's 30 day workout, 30 workouts. So five a week. And I'm on like, we I'm on day number four. I just started this week, but I've been cooking. I haven't been eating any fast food. I've been making pretty healthy meals, eating at home, not eating too much. I've been working out and I was up two pounds this morning. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like I literally walk miles and miles at work. Like I do so much cardio at work. I'm eating right. I'm not overeating. I'm not eating after 8 PM anymore since that's usually when I would binge or eat snacks or whatever. And I'm working out and I haven't been doing any of those things consistently in months. And yet the the scale either is not budging or it's gone up. And it's so hard to feel encouraged in moments like that. I didn't I know, know but that's this morning. That's why I feel like you need to pull a Janelle Brown and just like smash the scale because I personally think it should be more about how you feel. Like if you're feeling good and you're feeling better. But I'm not. And oh, I feel better. Yeah. Now that I'm doing these workouts and stuff, I do feel better. But like I feel overweight, I feel bloated and flabby and like not good. Just got to keep going. Sometimes I'm afraid it if takes I get a rid of the time. scale, then I'll like gain a bunch of weight and not be able to track it. And that's usually, I, I'm usually, I'm not obsessive about the scale. Like I said before, I can usually get on it and then I can go like, oh, okay, this makes sense. My body has reacted positively to the positive things that I've been doing, but this morning it just wasn't, that wasn't what happened. <laughs> it sucked. But you push through and you're like, I feel good knowing that even though I felt shitty this morning, I still did my workout. I feel better having worked out and I'm not feeling like I failed or quit or anything like that. Exactly. If you were to go back and if you were to let that slow your progress in six Mm -hmm. months, you're just going to have to start all over again, where if you just keep going in six months, you'll be in a completely different spot. You know what I mean? So you can't. I always say I feel like a lot of people's biggest mistakes is like letting a couple days stop them. And it's like, no, if you don't work out for a couple days, like don't let that ruin your progress. Like just keep going. Don't don't be like, okay, well, now I got to start everything all over and go back. No, no, just keep going. Yeah, we all have bad days. Life is freaking hard. And sometimes you have a shitty day and all your fucking fire detectors go off for 500 hours, (laughs) you know, like. (laughs) I know. So I I looked at it as like the universe is like trying to tell me something you and I haven't, fig- I haven't figured out what that was yet. Maybe that was it. Maybe it just wanted me to fucking chill. But either yeah. way. Yeah. And I um, it humbled I, me, I think, because I like never get headaches. I never feel like that. And I had a huge mm, headache. So maybe the universe just needed to humble me for a second. Maybe because that is awful. And, you know, it's funny. It's like I started I know you, you like to read a lot. So. Mm-hmm. 
I started reading at night before bed because it makes my eyes so tired and I have been going to bed earlier this week. So I've been going to bed earlier. I've been reading a book. It's really good. What are you reading? Um, let's, let me pull up my Kindle really quickly. I think it's called girl alone or something. You have to add me on Goodreads. Okay. Yeah. I think I saw your Goodreads at some point, like popped up or something, but, um, I got it for free. It was one of the books that's on the Hoopla app. Do you guys have that in Canada? Hoopla for your... I I have no idea. I read like physical books. I don't use like my phone or Kindle or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like a Kindle because I like to make the writing bigger and I like to read it in the dark. So And they're so convenient for traveling or to just like if you're at an appointment or something just to bring with you. It's so much more convenient. But for me, I feel like I zone out too much when I'm on that I like to have a physical book and like smell Mm -hmm. the paper I don't know (laughs) yeah and that's how Alex is too like Alex loves a real book I don't I want a Kindle it's so lightweight and then once you download your book you can put it on airplane mode and that bitch will stay charged for three weeks it's crazy (laughs) so I love it anyways it's called Girl Alone it's by Blake Pierce and I guess it's the first book in a series. It's the Ella Dark FBI series or whatever. So she's like a FBI analyst who knows everything about FBI about uh, serial killers. So I was into that. And then um, basically, they're finding that they're they're searching for somebody who's recreated the Ed Gein serial killer situation that sounds good that's only like six chapters in it's really good so far and it was free on kindle so i didn't even have to pay for it so see you thought you didn't like reading i always say everyone likes reading you just have to find what you like i feel i feel like i search for so i feel like i search for books like i search for porn like i will scroll and scroll and scroll and look at the descriptions and i'm like no 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 that doesn't sound good that doesn't look good no i don't like that and then i get to the point where i'm just not in the mood anymore because i've scrolled for so long and didn't find anything that looked good (laughs) that's like me every time i open up netflix without already knowing what i want to watch it's like it's like okay i just spent 45 minutes looking and i ended up on a movie that i've seen a hundred times already like it's Uh so stupid but speaking of porn i watched this movie over the weekend (laughs) and i really wanted to tell you about it yes tell me so it's called pleasure And it's on the Crave app here in Canada. So I don't know what that would translate to. Isn't Crave like Hulu or something? Crave is like HBO. Oh, Um, yes. They have all all the MTV stuff. Um, Okay. And then they have like a lot of just random movies and stuff like that, like the stars or whatever is on there, like all those movies. Um, So anyways, yeah, it's about this girl who's from Sweden and she moves to California to do porn. And it is like, first of all, I'm just going to throw a disclaimer out there for anybody listening. If you don't like porn, if porn disturbs you, like do not watch this movie because it is very intense. Like if graphic porn (laughs) disturbs you because it shows her like actually on the porn sets, there's a lot of dicks in it. There's a lot like it shows like what actually happens on porn sets and it's an active film. um, And there's, but there's a lot of porn stars in it. And 
the, that that hot girls wanted documentary that netflix did how all the girls lived in the house and like how they would go to the photo shoots and go to like go sees and stuff like that mm-hmm. it was exactly like that documentary like okay and it, it felt like a documentary almost it felt so real and raw and um i i loved it it was it was literally like watching one giant porn um sometimes but i i really much enjoyed it so what was it called again pleasure and is it in english it's in english like the the girls the girl can speak perfect english and there's times when she's like on the phone with her mom or something and you'll see like the swedish subtitles but it's all in english okay see because i don't typically i don't i like using subtitles i'll use subtitles all the time on english and everything and i don't mind watching a movie or show that is subtitled but I do not like it when I'm watching something that's dubbed into English it just totally throws me off like their mouths are moving in a different like way squid games. it doesn't match I don't like that yeah I never watched squid, squid games because of that I'd rather watch it in the native language and read the subtitles okay it's just weird but yeah so I'll definitely check that out because um that sounds pretty sexy so yeah, like I said, there's yeah. some very, very intense scenes. So for anybody, like, I know that some people like that porn and stuff like that really disturbs them. So um, don't okay. watch it if you're one of those people. Have you been watching The Last of Us? Yes. Okay. So good. Okay. Are you guys watching it? Mm-hmm. I love yep. it. Um, yeah. I thought the first episode and the third episode were incredible. Mm-hmm. The rest of the show, it's... I like it like I'm into it I watched it actually live this past Sunday um but at the same time I don't like get super excited for a new episode like I did with like Euphoria or White Lotus or something like I'm gonna yeah. keep watching it and like Pedro Pascal's such a babe so like obviously that doesn't hurt babe. the show um but I don't I don't think it's like I think it's a tad overrated I like it a lot. And uh, I thought the last episode was very good. There was a lot of action and it was fun and suspense. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And uh, from what I can tell, no, I didn't play the game, but Alex has played some and Ryan has played the whole game. And from what I see, most of it is very spot on to the game. So that's nice too. But yeah, I've heard that I it's exactly it. like the video game. It actually. No, I'm not that I'm a big video game person at all. Like I play video games maybe twice a year, um, but it intrigues me to like want to see the video game now a little bit. I know. Yeah. Uh, There's a couple of things that's different, like in the in the video game, I guess. So this the episode three, which everyone loved, was Mm -hmm. such a beautiful love story. In the game, it didn't go that deep into it. You just knew that that guy had a partner and that he was gay, and and that that they they died. That's I didn't even think knew. of that being in the game. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's basically all you knew was like this is the guy over here, and he's got a lover, and they're like or a, a partner, and they're gay, and like they died, and it, you see the there's the letters in there and everything like that, but. It does obviously doesn't go as in depth about the relationship, but I thought it really was a beautiful episode. It was. I started yeah. off pretty cynical about it though, because when they first met, I was like, ooh, I was like, that guy's gay. Oh, is he gay for the stay? 
I was like, Jesus, is he like legitimately into this guy or does he just want to convince him to let him stay? You know, so I loved it. It was a great episode. <laughs> for this day. That's so funny. <laughs> it was good. Have you been watching yeah. anything else? Um, well, I mean, the old standards. So 90 Day Fiance the other way is fantastic this season, I think, so far. What do you think? It's okay. It's I don't okay. Uh, well, honestly, after this Vanderpump drama this week, it's been honestly so hard to like okay. want to watch anything else, like get excited for anything else. Like it's the only okay, so thing I'm living for right now. Before we talk 90 Day, please explain to me as if I never watched anything Bravo. Okay, this this shouldn't be too hard for you because me and you did the episode where they go to Hawaii. So yes, 99% of the characters involved in this were in that episode. Okay. So um, just let me take a hit of my of my pen, take a sip okay, of my wine. Okay, so you tell me, what, Vanderpump, I have to picture these people's faces. So who are we talking about? We're talking about Tom Sandoval. Tom Schwartz. Katie Tom Maloney. Schwartz. Wait, who? Tom Katie Schwartz Maloney? and Katie Maloney. Okay. And then Tom the Sandoval and oh. Ariana Maddox. Okay. And Raquel Levis or Rachel Levis because people found out her real name's Rachel and everyone thought her name was Raquel. But anyways. Um Well, that's Raquel is a sexy name, so I can see why you would choose that. And then Ariana Maddox. Not gonna age well that you said that, babe. Yeah, Ariana Maddox. Okay, so. <laughs> All right. Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney were married. They are now divorced. Okay. So the whole storyline this season, like before this happened, was Raquel. I can go in the backstory of Raquel, whatever. She's a character on the show. Basically, the show this season is focusing on her and her being single and like trying to find her way because she just came out of this like awful relationship with James and whatever it's about her being a single woman so Schwartz and Katie are divorced Raquel and Tom Schwartz have been having a fling like it came out around Bravo con time that they had made out and that's going to be on the show and Katie's pissed about that and whatever they had a little fling going on everyone was like he's divorced let him live his life Yeah, but do you get to have I mean it's none of your business once you're divorced oh I know but it came out that that was only a cover-up because she was actually fucking Tom Sandoval for the last six months, who has been in a relationship with Ariana for the past 10 years, the entirety of the show. He was having an affair with this Raquel girl for the past six months. Yep. Okay, okay. So Tom Sandoval and Katie Mm -hmm. Maloney married no tom schwartz and katie maloney were married okay and katie maloney were married now divorced Mm -hmm. and then somebody sees him making out with uh raquel Mm -hmm. and oh my god it's the drama of that's what everyone was looking forward to going into this season okay so some people are team none of your business and some people are team how could you do that to Katie, right? And then that wasn't even the story. That was just like, oh, they were drunk and they made out with each other, some crazy thing. And now we're finding out that Raquel has been having an affair with Tom Sandoval, 
who has been in a long-term relationship with Ariana and like they're still together that's not they didn't break up they're, they're still together they've been together for the past years they got to past 10 years they got together in season two still been together they're not married they don't have kids but they own a house together like full partnership and here's the <sighs> kicker Raquel and Ariana are best friends. Ooh. Raquel would stay at their house all the time. <gasps> Tom Sandoval has a band. She went to every single one of his shows, stood front row dancing with Ariana. And That's sick. Yeah. And That's more, more and more details have been coming out about this. Um, they have matching lightning bolt necklaces that tell each other they love each other. And um, Ariana had to go back home to Florida where she's from because her grandma died and he had her like at the house. Um, So and guess how Ariana found out how he was on stage at his show and his phone came out of his pocket. Kristen Doty was on uh, she said on her podcast this morning she told the story so she was right there and she said a friend of theirs handed Ariana the phone because he was on stage and Ariana said that she just had a gut feeling to go through his phone and she's not the type to go through his phone she's like the laid back chill girl she just had a gut feeling and there was a screen recorded FaceTime call of them masturbating together (gasps) that she saw on his phone and that's how she found out. Oh my god. Yes. So the same night this was happening, it was the night Vanderpump Rules was airing on Bravo. It was last Wednesday night when this happened. Sheena, Shay, and Raquel were on Watch What Happens Live together, Andy's uh, talk show that he hosts live after they, they air the show. And there was a question where they said, who's the hotter Tom? And Raquel said Sandoval. And everyone was like, oh, that was weird didn't think and didn't think anything of it so I guess after they were done filming the show Sheena and Raquel went out to a bar together in New York after and um, Ariana called Raquel to ask her and Raquel was on the phone and she just like openly admitted it and and Sheena was like what's going on and she was like oh I've been having an affair with Sandoval and Sheena like slapped her in the face because (gasps) Sheena and Ariana are have been like best friends like since the show before the show even started I am enthralled. Yeah, I feel it's like wild. Vanderpump Day Rules is meme. fucking wild. I'm telling you, no one, <laughs> no one believed me. Vanderpump Rules is wild. Okay, I, I am fucking into it. So if I, I yeah, this sounds amazing. Uh, the, the shitty thing is, we're not going to get to see any of this on this season. Yes, we it's will. Like playing so, out right now. So normally they film in the summertime. So everything that's airing right now. Um, is from the summertime when their affair started and Uh, it's been confirmed by the entire cast they've shown on their Instagram stories Bravo cameras started right back up to get everyone's reaction and they're going to edit it into this current season that's airing so I think they're going to I think they're going to play the season out how it would like you know how it is they're going to go back and re-edit stuff to like yeah throw us little clues and stuff and then at the end it's going to be like black screen three months later whatever and then (sighs) we're going to see I think so they already recorded Ariana and Tom having a conversation on camera about it they recorded Tom with Raquel apparently and Lisa Vanderpump was on watch what happens live last night and she said she already filmed a scene with Ariana talking about it they're all doing their talking head oh confessionals God. right now. And um, Andy Cohen said they're filming the reunion in two weeks. 
Oh my God. Okay. So if I want to get in on all this, can I start with last season? The last season was very bad because it was a long time ago. It was like right at the beginning of 2020. So it was like a COVID season. Okay. So this is the thing that's like, this is the show is definitely going to go on because this was kind of like the do or die season for them. Um, But you can probably start at the beginning of this season. Of this season? Yeah. Okay. I think it was only episode four that aired last night. But and obviously, if you have any questions, you can like text me. I am wow. I did not realize that it like I just keep seeing every I keep seeing things about it and I don't know who these people are and it just seems like overwhelming but to try to learn it. But it's fucked because shit. like I've been kind of doing a little bit of a rewatch and there's so many scenes where Tom Sandoval's saying like me and Ariana don't have sex, man. Like we haven't had sex in months. Like I told her, like, would you really be that mad at me if I slept with someone, if you didn't have sex with me in a year? And listen though, I agreed with him when he first said that. I'm like, you can't not fuck someone for a whole year and then expect them not to sleep with someone else if they're asking you for sex. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be your best fucking friend. Exactly, exactly. I'm saying- Of all the women out there that will fuck you and never say a word. It's- it's one of her best friends and it's a full blown affair they were having. It wasn't just like a one night stand. Like this is like, they tell each other, they love each other, like (gasps) so much stuff. And do you think they're going to like end up together? Well, that's what, that's what Andy says. He's like, I don't know if they're going to show up to the reunion as a couple, but here's the thing. Raquel is trying to get a restraining order on Sheena right now. And people think it's so she can get out of, going to the reunion because they can't be in the same place and I'm like a restraining order out against somebody that smacked me even if she does get granted this restraining order I really fucking hope that Bravo makes Sheena stay at home and Raquel come like I'd rather have Sheena be the one over FaceTime and have Raquel and have Raquel but apparently there's so so much because Raquel posted a picture she had like a little black eye but then I saw that Sheena, Sheena vlogs too. So Sheena vlogged the entire night before it all came out and she posted it. And um, you can see Raquel's black eye on the plane on the way there. And they're like talking before and they hanging even met out. To each other? Yeah. So I think she already had the black eye. Wow. It, yeah. Oh. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Drama. Holy. And fuck. I'm like so you know, disappointed though so because two- like. I I love Tom Sandoval. I used to love him. And everyone was Aww. like, he's a cheater. He's a piece of shit. And I'm like, no, he's actually a good guy. And now I just feel so, like, <laughs> disappointed. Oh, we're disappointed in you, Tom Sandoval. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say that this reminds me of this guy that I was dating who had this girl who was, like, his sister she was like his sister, right? She was his sister or she was like his sister? No, she sister. was like his sister. Okay. There's a difference. So, yeah, you know. So he would talk to her on the phone. He, I, I talked to her on the phone. I had met her in person. I think I, I don't know. I knew who she was. I had talked to her. And he's like talking to her all the time. She's like, my sister, my sister, da, 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 da. And so I had that fucking weird feeling where I was like, shit doesn't feel right. I'm going to go through his email. He left his email on my desktop computer upstairs and he was taking a nap downstairs and I went through his email and I've got all of, and I see all of these emails from her 
with videos in them that were probably like a 0.5 megapixels videos or something. That's how long ago it was, like 2006. And there's videos of her like stripping, getting naked, um, touching herself, masturbating, stuff like about like, oh, you just can't, you just can't, uh, stand me keeping my clothes on can you like you always want me naked like talking to the camera I'll I was so fucking pissed I barreled down the stairs he's sleeping on the couch there was like one of those like over the door mirrors like the cheap five dollar ones from Walmart I grabbed it I slammed it up against the wall glass shatters everywhere it was nowhere near him he was like on the other side of the room and like I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you always fucking send shit like this to your sister? Like, I was so pissed. And um, then I called her and she picked up a, up the phone just thinking I was like calling to say hi. And I was like, hey, like, do you um send videos of yourself naked and masturbating to all of your brothers or just to him? It was so much drama. I felt like it was kind of like this whole situation. It was kind of the same thing. <laughs> well, he ended up telling people that I broke the mirror over his head while oh he was my asleep. God. <laughs> it's like a game of telephone. Like everything oh just gets my exaggerated. God, it was so crazy. Like, why do guys do stuff? Like, I just here's the you thing can though. Never let a woman get too close to your man. I don't care who she is. You better not oh, be having nobody over. I at sent my house you I sent you there. a clip of the preview for next week's episode because currently, okay, and currently in the season. Um, Katie, Raquel, Lala, and um, Ariana took a girl's trip to Vegas for like a divorce party for Katie. And mm. Ariana had to go home because her fucking dog is dying. Oh. So this whole episode was her crying and having to leave Vegas and going home and Tom Sandoval picking her up from the, like this season is going to be rough for her because apparently her grandma passes away too and that's going to be on the show. And then so it's oh, horrible. Man. Um, but the preview for next week's episode, because some shit went down at the end of this week's episode, like Raquel was making out with Garcelle from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, his son, and he's married. So that's a whole other drama that's playing out, too. Um, God but, damn, Raquel. But the Get preview, yourself a fucking man, you hoe bag. Jesus. She did. Um, a pretty much married man. Um, but the preview was Lala telling her, I'm not going to lie. If I would not trust you if you were drinking around my man. And then Raquel goes, well, good thing you don't have a man to like be around. That was her well, and response. I, see, like, I keep seeing things that like Lala's speaking out, Lala this, Lala that. I haven't read any of it because I didn't know what it was going to be about. But Send now it I'm to Daryl. <laughs> Who's Daryl? Because Lala made this Instagram video. And it's so funny because she deleted it after one minute, but it caught on so quick. Right. Um, she Because I guess Raquel's lawyer had sent her a cease and desist like to her personal mail. And Lala's <sighs> like, I know you're new at the game. I know you don't know shit, but your lawyer's supposed to send that to my lawyer. Like, I have a kid. I'm not trying to see your bullshit legal stuff in the mail first thing in the morning. Send it to Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. I liked her on all of the podcast show podcasts she's guested on. I don't really know anything about her, but she seems like she's she not has really her a bullshitter. Own. She 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 was my favorite in her very first season on the show. Uh-huh. But there's a whole thing with her where it's like so hard to sympathize with her because 
she was with this super rich movie producer Randall right. Emmett yeah. and and he was married when she got with him and everyone was like come on like you know he's married and she denied it and then now that he's in like all these lawsuits and he owes millions of dollars to people they're broken up and she's saying she was like a victim of him and she didn't know that he was running a casting couch like even though she used to make jokes like she would give him blowjobs for roles in movies and like so it's very hard to sympathize with her because it was like how you get him is how you lose him if you're gonna you know if you're gonna be fucking around with someone else's husband then don't be surprised when they're fucking around on you what makes you think you would be any different exactly and like that's what people are kind of saying about the ariana tom thing too because he cheated on Kristen Doty with ariana and yeah. and Kristen Doty and ariana are like best friends now and she did a podcast about it this morning and she said that when she went over to console ariana about it ariana cried and said i'm so sorry and that was 10 years ago. And Kristen was like, no, 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 it is not the same thing. Like me and Tom hated each other. We cheated on each other all the time. We were in like a two year relationship. Like, yeah, that is way different than having a six month affair on someone you've been with for 10 years. Like yeah. that's that's it's so fucked up. And apparently he's like, not apologetic at all he's saying oh you knew this was coming you knew our relationship was bad like Mm. I don't know how he's gonna come back from this one I really don't I can't wait to watch it all happen (laughs) I'm excited now (laughs) it's good I'm telling you it's that's why it's so hard to care about anything else I'm like Tammy who I was just gonna say like 90 day fiance does sound really lame after all that (laughs) (laughs) Let's can we talk just about, talk about it how I was gonna say, can we just talk about how crazy Chris is? Oh my god. Chris with the cute girl. Oh, you know what's funny? I thought that you were gonna like love her and be like, I agree with her. She should have protection. Why? Because you're so like pro-gun. Well, I I okay. Okay. I can understand wanting to have something to defend yourself if you have to she did say that what's her name what's the girl's name that she's with i gotta get pull up the cast jamie. list real quick okay jamie she did like jamie. say she did say jamie you just got your phone stolen from you and got punched in the face on the bus like two weeks ago <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> okay oh yeah she's like yeah that was one time it was only one time in like two years or something i'm like that's not that's not a good thing (laughs) statistically those those are great are not great stats um i understand wanting to have uh something to protect yourself but that's not what this is this is one of those weird people who have like swords above their bed and like katanas and like weird shit all over their living room like that's this is different this is different than just wanting something to protect yourself Okay, yeah. And this bitch is like, um, I'm addicted to opiates. I'm allergic to mint toothpaste. So my breath is going to smell. I have night terrors and I will beat you in the night through them. And I'd like to keep some knives in our house. Like, what? She totally catfished this poor girl. I know. I know. She looks like shit. 
I know. And Jamie is so cute too. I know. What is wrong with her? Like, I want to I want to have a shot of tequila with her. Like she seems like a cool girl. Well, what's uh, wrong with Jamie that she w- thought that Chris was a great option? Because remember at the beginning, she was like, she's so beautiful. I love everything about her. I'm like, are we looking at the same person? Because she looks well, like it's a one of those things hillbilly that, like, witch to me. You can't feel not that you can't feel someone's energy how do I want to word this like you can look at all the pictures of somebody in the world but they Mm -hmm. will always look different in person whether that whether it's in a good way or a bad way but you know what I'm saying like yeah the way people talk the way they carry themselves um if their breath smells or not like all of that (laughs) stuff you can't tell until they're in person it's just crazy it's crazy she's crazy and I feel bad for Jamie and I feel like Jamie's going what the fuck did I get myself into and how do I get out of it? Like, bitch, pack up your titty pillows and head back to your hometown because I do not know what else to tell you. Oh, God. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Then we've got Danielle and Johan. And she's literally telling him, when I speak, you shut the fuck up she, and listen. I, I do not like her. I want to smack her in the face. You don't fucking talk to people like that. What's wrong with her? She's First a monster. Of all, did you see like the screenshot? It was on Reddit or something. I saw. I didn't even notice this when he was driving the car. He has a doll, like an American dollar sign tattoo on his, like tattooed on his arm. And it's yes. like, girl, can you not realize? Like he's he's literally about the American dollar. Like that's yeah. What he, he wants, wants to harvest the American dollar. It's like, girl, like. <laughs> Dominican is beautiful when you're there on vacation not somewhere I'd ever want to live like Dominican is way worse off than Mexico or Jamaica those are the only other countries I have yeah and all this stuff that came out recently she filed bankruptcy (laughs) she owes all this money she owes like like $30,000 in toll fees fees or something and so like she actually left New York not just because it's kind of expensive there and she likes the Dominican better but she literally had no other choice she's trying to like get away from her debt how we don't have tolls here in Canada so literally the only time I use them is like when I go to the states and you know I'll get the bills sometimes and stuff but how do you rack up that much money in tolls I don't know well, I guess what are they going to do? Like take away your license? I think that they will prevent you from renewing your car registration. And she Something doesn't like need that. a car because she lives in New York. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was obviously driving somewhere, but she she's awful. And then I saw some other stuff pop up from people that were her students. I guess she was a high school teacher or a middle school teacher or something. And all Lovely. of them said... All of them said what you see on TV is exactly how she is. That's how she talks to her students. It's how she talks to other people. She's like a condescending bitch. And nobody had a nice thing to say about her. That's what they all said. So what you see is what you get, I guess. Okay, what is your opinion on this whole thing? How like they're trying to have a baby or whatever, which is so fucking stupid because you guys don't even know where you're living yet. And like, what, are you really going to have a baby in the Dominican public and keep it in like his house that's with a hundred other people and no air conditioning? 
like I don't understand either way they want to have a baby and she hasn't been able to get pregnant yet she's how old is she because she made it seem like I think she's like 42 or something okay so she is kind of early 40s I thought she was in her 30s still anyways doesn't matter the whole, what what is your opinion on this argument because he told her before that he has gotten girls pregnant before but they they miscarried but then he, she fa- found out in the episode that he actually got girls pregnant and they terminated the pregnancy and sh- this is like the end of the world to this what girl. difference she's does like, it fucking make they didn't have the babies what does it matter she's so and that's what he's trying to say to her so that was my question would you be that upset if this was your man and you found no. that out I'd just be happy my man didn't have any other kids that I don't have to deal with any other baby daddies either way. Yeah. I don't understand. She'll take any excuse to fucking be a cunt. Like she, it doesn't matter. Like anything that you say or do that's different. She's going to, she's just awful. Yeah. He's so fucking hot too. Like, what are you doing? Dominican guys are so hot. Like, what are you doing with her? In, um, I guess they were on Love in Paradise, the other like 90 Day Fiance thing. Mm -hmm. And she said that his dick is the size of a baby's arm. Oh, probably. And I guess he has an OnlyFans and that has been confirmed by subscribers. You're going to take one for the team? Fuck no. I don't don't need to see massive Mm -mm. dicks. Like that's not my thing. I'd rather see a nice body, which, which he does have a nice body, but... All I don't, that kind of stuff just scares he's me. He's not like, that hot to pay for it. just fucking Sorry. destroy you. I don't... That's not hot to me. I want everything I, down there to stay yeah, intact. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the massive dick movement, personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, me it's like tell me when Matt Milano gets a OnlyFans. But yes, tell them. me too. Share it with me. I'll go halvesies on the... <laughs> on the subscription with you no i mean it's not like <laughs> he's research. not making millions of dollars right now like Ugh, he needs so to do hot. that um I do you want to talk hot. about nicole and mahmoud this bitch take your ass back home why are you even here before she even left she's crying like i don't want to go i hate egypt i don't want to live there what are you doing why are you there Does this she guy must have TV? a huge dick or something like she's obsessed with him why okay is she all- such a weirdo nobody else has paid her any attention is that what this is i she's a weirdo yeah they both i think he likes her and like he yeah. wants to like her but he is that man is never gonna change he's not an american he's from egypt like the things he's telling her and she's like no like she thinks that he's just trying to be a dick to her but that's and you're actually not in the culture there that's at i would never go to egypt because i would be afraid that as soon as i walked off the plane i would like get kidnapped like i know that sounds trafficked horrible whatever but like look how they treat women there. like honestly when okay when they were when she was meeting his friends and like having that conversation with them so uncomfortable and she was like oh like I thought that he was just being like dramatic I didn't realize that like these things I'm asking them are like inappropriate I was just thinking like they would have honestly murdered me they would have like hung me in front of the city like I was a witch if I was there because of the way I talk like oh my god um, it makes me so thankful to live in a country where I have like freedom of speech. I can mm-hmm. come on a podcast and say whatever the fuck I want. Like, yep. I I do not envy uh, women who grew up in that kind of world. That's fucked up. 
I did think it was interesting though when you saw her without makeup and with without her hair done, and she look she looks like a drowned rat. Like she just looks like <laughs> total basura garbage. A like, drowned it, rat. She wow. did, didn't she? She she's all red and like, uh, oh my god, so bad. And it, and she looked on the outside how her anxiety is on the inside. I'm thinking like, and and again, why are you there? are you such a weirdo you couldn't find someone in within a 5,000 mile radius in a country that will and again the culture and all that stuff isn't going to change but you are in Egypt you are not in the U.S. now if you brought him to the U.S. you could expect for him to adapt to the culture and the surroundings but you went to Egypt so guess who needs to adapt it's not him exactly. and it's not the entire culture of Egypt it's you yes this is Duh. this is exactly cuz remember last season of 90 day that muhammad guy who talked like this he was from <laughs> egypt and exact uh-huh. same thing and we were like oh he's such a dick because you're in america but they both have the same values but i'm wondering about this mahmud guy um why doesn't he want to go to the us Seems like he's really close with his family and that's how it is out there. Okay. And maybe he has, maybe he's helping support them. Maybe, I don't know. Because it's, it's not like a Danielle and Johan situation where like she wants to live there. Like Nicole maybe would for sure want to Man, th- that's, that's never going to work out. They're both just wasting Mm-mm. their time. Nope. And then uh, with Jen and Rishi, talk about awkward. He's so she's hot. Having the, oh, sh- is he? I'm not. I into think he him. is. I think I'm he is. I don't. Him. I don't like the hair. I don't like long hair on guys. But if I think if he had like very short hair, he would be hot. I. That's probably why I'm not into him because I'm not into the long hair either. So I don't like it. Don't like a man bun. Like instant turn off for me. Right. Yeah. So maybe I can't really picture his face without the, I think the hair just takes away from the face. So I don't know, but her sitting there with his family and asking like, so, you know, have you started looking for a spouse for Rishi? Maybe I'll be invited to that wedding too. And like, does she think that they're stupid? The questions that she asked, she's asking and the way she's asking them, like, they're not kind of like, what's happening here? What is this? Again, I don't know what she's, I mean, I don't know. I guess he's like telling her one thing, but doing another, but like, that is how their culture is there. Yeah. Like arranged marriages and stuff like. Yes. That's how, and she's mad at him, but it's like, he doesn't have any control over his parents trying to arrange a marriage for him. What is he? 30 something. He should be fucking married by now. He should, as far as their culture goes, he should have been married by like what 20 and already have like four kids He's probably way behind. Yeah. so what's wrong with him that they haven't been able to match him with someone i guess is my question i don't know they're this it, it seems so weird to me because they're like almost trying to paint him as like he's some like man whore that like has all these girls behind her back or something i don't see that at all but I don't see it either but it seems like that's what the show is kind of trying to get at maybe with him I don't know and I think she's got like forever fat girl syndrome like because she went to India to have her weight loss surgery right so she was obviously a morbidly morbidly obese person 
who was having the weight loss surgery, she lost a bunch of weight, but like in her mind, she's still a fat chick. And so that's why her self-esteem is so low that she's like desperate for this one man in India who showed her a little attention and is literally crossing the world for him when, what do they have in common? What did, what is the foundation of the relationship? There's nothing there. Yeah. He's just the one dude and who knows how long that paid attention to her. Oh my God. I know. I don't know. I don't get it. Who else is there? Oh, Gabe and Isabel. He's Uh. all flustered because he doesn't know where to get fabric for his undies. Yeah, he's like, it's so hard to run a business as it is. And now I have all these problems. It's like, well, what did you think was going to happen? Like, obviously, you were going to have to make. Is that not something you like thought through? Probably not. I mean, obviously, like we would have never heard of his business because it is a very niche market. It's a fucking fantastic business. When he explained it. Oh, it is. That's a fucking amazing idea. Good for you. But if you're if he is as successful as he says he is and he actually has like customers and stuff and he's shipping out packages like why wouldn't you have thought all of this through? He what he should have done is he should have gotten a nice size storage unit as an office that he would keep in the US and he could employ someone to go there three day three times a week or whatever and ship for him and like package up shipments and go to the post office like he could have have an entire business working out of a storage unit in the U.S. but I don't know it doesn't seem like he worked his way through things he didn't do research ahead of time to see where he was going to be needing to get fabric and underwear and how long it was going to take to ship things to the U.S. and everything I just think he got so excited about being accepted for who he was and being loved that he just went I know it's crazy well he said at one point it takes like a whole entire month for something to ship here and it's like well why didn't you think of that before yeah like, come on well that's why he should have someone working for him in the U.S. maybe he needs to travel to the U.S. once a month to put together all the supplies and you know, train someone to make them or something and then hire someone to do the shipping. I don't know. But I that's something I would have been figuring out ahead of time. It's like, I don't know, for me personally, if I was moving to a different country, the very first thing I would think of is like, what am I going to do for work? How do I operate my business from here? Yeah. Especially if you own your own business and he probably makes such good money that he could live like a king in Colombia if he set it up right crazy i'm telling you was that ever oh dan (laughs) debbie and osama who they are really really wow pushing this out slowly Um, oh yeah yeah but we do meet him in this episode on his own and i will say this i actually think they might be perfect i was just gonna say the same thing so ever so as they're introducing this whole storyline, it's like, okay, this is the biggest age gap in 90-day history. It's 43 years difference. He's 24. She's 70. What is that? 40? 67. I mean, big age gap. But he's like a nerdy emo loner dude who just like hangs out with stray cats. And she's a very eccentric older woman 
who carries peacock purses around like and they I don't know what it is but they really do seem perfect for each other <laughs> I know I can't wait to see them together for real I was like he's kind of the male version of her I know I know wouldn't that be a trip if they actually got along well and had like a very mature loving relationship I mean it definitely makes me excited to see them together um however I still think that all of the the son's concerns are still valid though oh they are they're all valid he's definitely he's freaking out he's a mama's boy he's freaking out about his inheritance (laughs) he's like what is my mother doing but you know what I can tell you being Debbie's son, this is not the first crazy fucking thing she's ever done. His whole life has been a roller coaster of trying to like tie his mother down and keep her in one place. I can tell you that just by looking at her. Oh yeah. Definitely mother. He's definitely parenting his mother. That's yeah, for sure. I can see that. It's exhausting to think about. Um, is that all the couples? Yeah. Do you want to talk really quickly about the Jared Fogel thing? Because I just have like a few <laughs> quick thoughts. <laughs> yes. So My... this is the Jared Fogel. It's called Jared Fogel Catching a Monster, I believe. Catching a Monster. It's or is it like episodes. Jared from Subway Catching a Monster? Something right. Like so it's three episodes. They were about 40 minutes or so each. So it wasn't terrible to watch. And on Discovery it's... Plus, but it was yep. clearly like aired on TV first. It's an ID it's an id network show I, but it i is hate how Discovery they Plus. don't edit out the like the breaks in it like yeah this content is disturbing oh, it's like okay like just yeah, edit that part out anyways yeah it's about a pedophile we get it it's disturbing <laughs> jesus this was so much sicker than i thought it was i thought that i had the gist of this of his story but i think they it was incredibly interesting because basically what happened is Jared Fogel was at like a middle school doing a presentation. And then there was a a radio personality woman there to interview him or be a part of the whole thing once he blew up. And he turned to her and said, I just think middle schoolers are so hot. And it just knocked the wind out of her. And freaked her out so she decided that she would get close to him record conversations and then turn all the information over to the FBI and that's what she did and it was actually very interesting story what are your initial thoughts or what do you think about the whole thing well first of all just what a moment in time that Jared Fogel was because he's somebody that like when this got brought up it was like oh yeah him but I definitely remember everything. He really like, was huge. They showed the clips of him on WWE, like on Monday Night Raw. And I was like, I actually remember watching that live. Like, yeah. Um, but at one point, though, they literally compared him to Michael Jackson. And I was like, let's yeah, not. Please. The only thing that's comparable to Michael Jackson is the they little both kid like thing. Little boys. <laughs> <laughs> but like, honestly, like, let's not take it that far. He wasn't he wasn't like, a, you know, that famous. But But it it definitely was a moment in time. Mm -hmm. And I just loved the people at the beginning of the documentary who went to like, what was it? It was either like high school or college with him, whatever, like right before he lost the weight. And they, I love how like right off the bat, they're like, we never liked him. 
Like, let's just get that out of the... It was just like, weird. He was and... always a weirdo. Like, we were never friends with him. Let's get that clear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I, I got a little bit irritated at one point because I know they have to tell the backstory. It, that you always have to know where someone came from to see where they be... where how they become who they are. And so I understand that, but I hate when it feels like they're trying to make you feel sympathy for him because he's just like a fat loner dude. Nobody likes him. He doesn't have any friends and blah, blah, blah. And okay. Yeah, that sucks. We all had a hard time in high school. Um, but that doesn't give you an excuse to be a fucking disgusting pedophile, sick pervert. Like there's, that's not an excuse. I had a hard high school experience. Oh, so did we. Everybody did. It was shitty. High school sucked. Um, Have you seen the movie Mystic River? I love that movie. Really? So, so I, just, I just read the book and then I watched the movie right after, like last month or something. Yeah. And the whole thing. You didn't thing- like it? No, I did. I I oh, read I the thought, book first, and then I watched the so movie. You sounded so surprised that I like. No, it. I'm so surprised that you've seen it because it's just such a random movie. It's a classic. I've seen it so many times, and I still just see. Love I never, it. I never thought to watch it before, but like I said, I heard that the book was like incredible, so I read the book mm-hmm. first. But um, uh, that's the whole kind of thing in that story is like, well, when it happens to you as a kid, like you're kind of doomed so I'm just going back to that I feel like I'm assuming it happened to Jared as a kid and he just it was just always in him to be I just like think that pedophiles are always just a different breed I don't think that there's a trauma that happens in your life that makes you a pedophile and a child rapist um, I think that there can be a lot of trauma in your childhood that make you addicted to drugs or addicted to food or addicted to whatever. I don't think the brain works that way when it comes to like rape and molestation and stuff like that. But. See, I think that fucked up things happen to people and it's interesting to look at how everybody handles it differently. Like there's some people who can go through like severe trauma as kids and they grow up and they're perfectly fine and they live like amazing successful lives. And then there's other people and it damages them to the point of like unaliving themselves and stuff like that. If you think about it like this, trauma leads people to try to heal themselves in certain ways. And so when you're a drug addict or an alcoholic or a food addict, and you're trying to heal your inner trauma, you're trying to heal yourself through outside things, through food, through alcohol, through drugs. But when you look at someone who had a trauma in their young adult life or their childhood, who then preys on children and rapes and molests and stuff like that, that's hurting someone else you're not getting healing through hurting someone else so I just think it's I think it's that he was always a sick fuck and sometimes weirdos are fucking weirdos and we can judge them because we're right because he looked like a fucking weirdo back then and he looked like a weirdo when he lost the weight and guess what he turned out to be a fucking weirdo so let's all judge him I mean I know somebody who was always a weirdo in like, well, I went to high school with him and I have so many stories about him. And then I ended up hanging out with him a lot in my very, very early 20s. And he was always weird and 
he'd always do these things and yeah anyways and then it, he got arrested a couple years ago because or? he like made a Facebook status like threatening to like shoot up a nightclub or something like he made it like as a joke quote unquote but obviously got arrested for it Good. and it was just like um so us like making jokes about you like becoming a school shooter school back shooter? in the day like sometimes weirdos it manifests. are just fucking weirdos and that it, it is what it is like <laughs> like you know just like me judging my neighbor down the street who has been arrested for trying to lure a child over the internet and shit like that and me being pissed off like why does this guy get to live one street over from the fucking elementary school and a half a mile away from the middle school which i guess there's no law in colorado about how close you can live to a middle school when you are a sex offender of children that's a whole nother fucking story see can you guys go on like the sex offender list like you can just google it see we can see the map and everything we can't we can't do that here because i was like i was like let's go see if there's any sex offenders (laughs) and i looked it up and you can't it's private that should not that should be there should be a sign in your front fucking uh yard about what you did like that should be a requirement because there's all these children are passing in front of your house every day, walking to and from school. Parents have a right to know who's living in yeah. the neighborhood. And there's and like, so when I found out about him, cameras li- now are so easy to just put yeah. everywhere these days, like in the Jared thing. Yeah. So like yeah. I judged him as being a fucking creep and stuff. And his wife came on to like the neighborhood thing. Like you guys don't know the truth. You did it. So this bitch married him knowing his past and had two little girls with him. Okay, that's a whole nother level of fucked up. But then a year ago, he got caught again doing the same shit and had to go to prison. So guess what? A fucking freak is a freak is a freak. And like, let's all judge people a little bit more. That's fucked up. That's so I mean, up. you can't you can't rehabilitate these people. No, they just will continuously offend and offend and offend and offend, and they are damaging our children. It's sick. Anyways, let's talk about Jared. So, what do they gave him like the sympathetic edit for the first 10 minutes, which I wasn't buying that shit. And then we get into all the dark shit. What what stood out to you? What did you think was the what's something that you didn't know about the about the story? until the documentary um the whole stuff about his the guy that worked for him richard or whatever yes um, yes. because he was a huge part of it and his stepdaughters were telling the story how like when their mom got with him like she just started partying and they would like openly talk about sex and stuff like but not just open talk about sex like in disgusting ways that parents shouldn't ever talk to their kids about and then it like came out that he as I said videotaped them like had hidden cameras like in in the room and then his excuse was like oh it was for security purposes but the cops were like okay then why are they like pointed directly at the little girl's bed bed? like it just absolutely disgusting stuff I, I I can't imagine what those girls went through I didn't know any of that until this documentary. And it's interesting, always interesting to me how weirdos find each other, how there can be two such sick humans that find each other and 
play off of each other's perversions. And that was what this was. This guy was like an assistant to Jared. I don't even know what he did for him. I, I don't think they ever even touched on that. But he he met this mom who was, the daughters say that she was like a very strict Christian. They would go to church all the time. And then all of a sudden she meets this guy and she's like partying and drinking and encouraging them as what, 12 and 15 year olds or something to drink, have sex, experience things, smoke weed, do drugs, have parties. Like that is so strange to go from one extreme to the other like that. I was friends with Crazy. this girl in high school who, ha- who and her mom was like that. I, I'm not going to say it was to that extent because I was a kid. And if it was, I wouldn't have realized, but Mm -hmm. I remember like her mom would always buy us alcohol. There were times where her parents were out for the night and we were at their house drinking and their parents would come home and drink with us, do shots with us. That's fucking weird. Smoke cigarettes, smoke weed with us. Um, I remember one time, um, our group there was like a group of four of us and they were all like on molly in the middle of the night because they like to do it and I was never into that and I wanted to sleep and I remember coming out of my friend's room to sleep on the couch and to be fair my friend's mom did think I was in the bedroom with them but she came out in her bra and underwear and sat on the couch beside me and turned on the lamp and lit a cigarette and she was like, oh, she jumped. She's like, sorry, sweetie. And I was like, oh, my God. She's like, I thought you were in the room with them. But it was clear, like, she just had sex. And she was, like, coming out to smoke a cigarette after. Uh... Um, But, yeah. And I just remember that, like, they, like, I remember going to the liquor store with her mom and her picking out what I wanted and her mom. Well, and you probably thought us. that was so cool and fun. And then you, as you're in yeah, your 30s, because like, I was like 15 fucked. and it was Friday night and I wanted to get drunk. And my friend was like, okay, uh-huh. my mom will come and she'll like give us cigarettes and weird. we can like drink in the house or whatever. So I would just yeah. always go to her house and drink. And I had a great time, but looking back, it was like, that's weird. I think That's we all right. have like had a friend or a situation where there was always like one set of parents. It's like the movie 13, like the Guardian yes. Brooke. It's like yes. that. Yeah. There's always one parent somewhere in the mix that is thinks they're cool and like mean girls is doing shit like that. So I mean that's what ended up happening so it all just spirals out of control yeah he hides like hidden cameras he's giving the footage over to jared is that what did they say for sure he did that or just that i he think had the so footage? yeah yeah and like these poor girls are like teenagers and they find out that they've been like filmed masturbating changing and that this this stuff has been handed over like i cannot imagine how that would fuck you up forever Oh, it's so awful. I, yeah, I can't imagine what they went through with that. Like, that would fuck up Mm. how you view sex for, like, the rest of your life. And just even paranoia, wondering if there's, like, cameras hidden in your house or your hotel room or, you know, staying at an Airbnb. Like, I just, it's everything. It will affect everything. It's so awful. There was a sports um commentator and I cannot think of her name, but I'm sure if you did a oh, Aaron she could something. Find. And she had someone set up a hidden camera in her hotel yes. room. And they released it like on the internet. Every single time she comes on during football season, my man does the like Leonardo DiCaprio, like that's the girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, yeah. that's that's so fucked up and I remember like um back in the day when I was a huge Hillary Duff fan like I remember watching some like documentary much music did on her something and mm-hmm. her security guard that was always with her Troy he said that every single hotel they go to he has to go in there and inspect it for a good like 20 minutes and he he would always find hidden cameras what because if someone that works there knows that Hillary Duff is staying there like that's crazy the, the, the early 2000s were also wild though like back then you literally could sell a celebrity's tape yeah and nothing would happen you know it's insane it's insane I and then another like going back to Jared it was crazy because he this woman like she basically started to earn his trust by talking to him about um you know, what do you think would be really sexy? Like you did mention that one time that you thought middle schoolers are really sexy. What did you like about them? And he's just saying like, oh, their their bodies are t- so small and pure. And she ends up earning his trust by making him think that she's into it and getting him to talk. And she, every time she talked to him, she was recording him it was a big thing and she just gathers all of this information he actually reveals to her that he has been with young girls before like 12 years old that he and this guy used to travel to thailand for young you know young boys and girls like it's just like sick shit and i am so glad that they busted his ass cuz they had him in and out of schools all over the place trying to talk about healthy eating and dieting. And I mean, I remember he was even on fucking the biggest loser when Subway was like sponsoring that show. Like he was everywhere and he Subway's lucky they came back from this. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they loved him. He lost X amount of pounds where eating Subway. Insane. It was very crazy. There's a lot of information in the documentary. It's very interesting. Um, if you can handle, if you can stomach it, I recommend it just to get the full story. There was a lot of stuff that I didn't know and I thought I knew the story. So crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a lot of documentaries that I see on Discovery Plus that I um like I like, oh, that would be interesting, but I never end up watching them. So maybe They're pumping out good content. Maybe for our Patreon it might be something to think about. We can maybe do like uh yeah. you know look into some because I know Erica said the Playboy murders one was really good oh and there's that like generation porn one that I thought looked really good oh I I just fucking love porn sorry yeah (laughs) I mean like I said I'll scroll forever and I won't find anything but (laughs) when I do find something I like I'm into it no honestly I do not watch a lot of porn like well, it depends what you think. A it's lot all the of same. I would say it's like just, maybe like, like twice a month. It's always just fucking 7,000 pages of stepbrother, stepsister, and stepmom nastiness. Well, it, that's why this movie Pleasure is so cool because it it feels exactly like a day on set for a porn star. Like the the scenes are shot so long. Like it, yeah. like it just makes you feel like almost uncomfortable in that way. And it's like, you know, they're having sex, whatever. And then as soon as they cut, it's like the guy looks at her and he's like, are you okay? And then there's an assistant that runs up like, oh my God, you looked so good. Like, do you need water or anything? (laughs) And it's just like, it's so cool. 
it's probably like the least sexy thing on the planet when you're doing it. I think about that even with sex scenes in TV shows or movies. It's like that is probably so uncomfortable because you're supposed to be locked in in this sexy hot moment with this one other person. And, you know, there's like 40 people standing around watching you with lighting and cameras and microphones and boom mics. Like, Well, there was that one thing and I totally forget what what um who did this Q&A or whatever it was some celebrity and they were like how do you stop yourself from getting boners when you're filming sex scenes and he was like we don't like obviously a beautiful woman is like grinding up against you and making out with you like you're gonna get a boner like it's It's just science control yeah yeah and then and then they have to just you know there's like a hundred other people in the room like all the crew and everything is there watching you like but they're getting paid millions of dollars so oh it must be so hard (laughs) I mean it that would be so awkward I feel yeah it really would it for sure would be awkward yeah well do you have anything else you want to talk about unless you want to talk about thousand pound sisters I mean oh the episode okay you finished it right Mm -hmm. okay so yesterday I texted you and I was like oh my god they just dropped a bombshell on thousand pound sisters what do you think I was referring to I have no idea did you not catch that Caleb pulled a hobby in the show he said he reveals that he heard that Tammy was going to be at that rehab or that she was in a rehab and he did research to find out which fucking rehab she was going to be in and had his family take him there slow clap he pulled a hobby he deserves it he hunted her ass down he's the bsa of this episode isn't that Um, so fucking creepy I mean, I will say we did get a mini 600 pound life episode on him in this episode, too. Like they had the <laughs> all the pictures with the slow, sad music. He had a parent die and it made him really sad. So he gained a bunch of weight. Like, so <laughs> maybe really TLC sad, so he gained 600 pounds. <laughs> maybe TLC already had him cast for 600 pound life. I, and this just he, ended up happening first. He hunted that bitch down and she could not be more flattered. She literally is smiling ear to ear. I would have thought, okay, that's fucking creepy. You saw me on TV. You figured out what rehab I was going to be in. And then you had yourself put in the same rehab center. That's fucking oh, She weird. doesn't care. She loves it. She loves every single attention to her. Every single guy that she's dated the past that we've seen on the show has like seen her on TV or on the internet and is like, I'm going to. Do you think they're going to last? I mean, they're still together, I think, right? I think they're they're married. I mean, why wouldn't they? But do you think that they're going to last and move in the right direction? Or do you think that they're going to last and just, like, drown in their addiction together? Ooh. I don't know because it's so easy to like eat junk food when you're in a This is why you're not supposed to date in rehab. No matter what kind of fucking rehab it is, you're not supposed to date other addicts who are in recovery. Yeah. You dumb hoe. Everyone does it though. I know. And it never works out. No. Um, But Tammy, of course, is back to bitch Tammy. 
yelling at her family because they won't go take the seven day course to learn how to clean her fucking trach so she doesn't have to wait two weeks to get out of rehab. I would have been like, you can fuck right off, Tammy. I'm sorry. I got shit to do. I have a life. And uh, you can stay your ass in rehab for two more weeks until your trait comes out and then you can bring your ass home. She just mm-hmm. thinks everybody should like cater to her 24-7. She's like, well, if you don't come get me, I'm leaving. And go where? And do what, Tammy? It's because she feels like she can be like that because of how much they catered to her in the past. Everything was about Tammy. Well, now that that bitch oh, can walk I'm 200 steps, she thinks to she's going to run away. And get me $300 worth of food. Okay, Tammy, I will. Like, they all did everything for her. So she just. But why should she got an infection in her trach and she was like septic. Like you could fucking die. So nobody at home is a nurse that can take care of you like that. Stay in rehab, recover, give it a couple more weeks. You've already been there a year. What's the big rush? You've Mm -hmm. already been there for a year. You can stay another month and recover and then come home without the trach so your family can actually help you. But I mean, she literally thinks she said that she can walk 200 steps. First of all, it sounds like a lot of steps. Second of all, so now you think you're going to run away because you can walk 200 steps. Let me tell you, 200 steps ain't going to get you that far out that door. 200 steps ain't going to get you out the front door, Tammy. I just picture her with like, I'm just picturing her with like, you know, the stick with the bandana tied on the end. She's running away. It reminds me of Janelle Evans, 16 and Pregnant episode. Like, I will leave and you will never see me again. It's like, where are you going to go? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, she'd have to take a little, the little walker seat with her and go her, you know, 50 to 100 steps, turn around, sit down, take a break. Get back up, go another hundred steps. Like, okay, okay. Bitch. I know. Like, Good are luck. you gonna call yourself an Uber? Get driven to a hotel? Make like, sure check yourself they... into a hotel. Like, I don't fucking think there's so. no Uber for ambulances. Like, <laughs> she's really thinks she's something now. So yeah, she she was nice for all of ten minutes, and then when she didn't get exactly what she wanted, exactly when she wanted it, she was in fucking cunt mode again. And this bitch is gonna go home have the freedom to eat whatever she wants. She's going to be door dashing shit all day long. She's going to get right back up to the same weight. Because once again, she does not want to lose weight. She doesn't care to lose weight. No. And I feel like all the siblings now are even <sighs> like more up her ass because the show. Yeah, like a banner for her. Like, good job existing in a they rehab want the facility show. They want the show they to keep going. 24-7. They're all like so fucking into being on the show. Isn't it convenient yeah. how none of them appeared in the first season, second mm-hmm. season, Chris, third season. It's like every season more family members. These keep are appearing. people who've never made real money in their lifetime. You know, like this is the most money they've ever made and the least amount of work they've ever had to do. So, no. I mean, take advantage of it. Ride that wave as long as you can. But um. I'm just so cynical about Tammy in general because I'm just like, she doesn't want it. She doesn't want it. I know. I'm interested to see where it goes and everything, but... I hope she and her husband want a better life and they move towards that, but I just don't see that happening. I think that Amy is going to 
gained the weight back too. Oh yeah, she's another one. She she has no she, has, she has her two kids. I mean, unfortunately, her and Michael are separated at the moment. So, mm-hmm. you know, do you think I they'll actually get divorced, or did she file, or did are they just separated? I don't think she's filed yet. I haven't seen anything, at least. I've been too caught up in the Vanderpump Rules <laughs> yeah, to be caring you. about this late and sisters. Shit, fascinating. <laughs> I can't wait to start watching it now. I'm glad that I have, like, four episodes to watch. There's even, like, seasons that I want you to, like, watch. Like, um, right now I'm re-watching season six, and it's, like, Jax and Brittany who that's his wife he's still with which is another thing like Andy Cohen said he's like of those three couples I am shocked that Jax and Brittany are the ones that are still together like yeah. that is fucked up um but Jax cheats on Brittany with Faith like this server who worked at Sir and he um and he was like oh it's just a one-time thing and then she found out he did it multiple times and then she found out there was a recording of him mm-hmm. And he was saying the most like awful things about her. Ooh, and that's, that's all bad. like playing that all plays out in season six. I wish they had like a maybe I could find a podcast or uh, a YouTube channel or something where they do like a pillow talk f- type show for Vanderpump because that I would be into. I like it when they just take the important stuff and then they talk about it and make jokes about it. And I don't have to watch all the filler shit. So maybe I could find something like that. Oh, probably. Yeah. There's sometimes um, when I when there's a season of 90 Day that I'm just not into, like Happily Ever After is always fucking awful. I just watched the pillow talk because I like the other cast members talking about it. There's so. a YouTube channel I'm obsessed with. Colin got me into it. It's called Deeply Superficial. And it's this girl and she does housewives videos and she will like talk about a specific season of housewives she will talk about a whole entire friendship arc and like explain it to people so well and have the perfect clips in there at the perfect time and it's so well done and she's she's just incredible and I was actually thinking of reaching out to her on because I have her on Instagram and being like um are you gonna do a Vanderpump episode because does she only do super or only do so far I've only seen housewives on her channel but okay usually when people watch housewives they watch the other maybe she has like a patreon or something i don't think she does or else i probably would have joined but i would recommend her channels to anybody who likes housewives their her videos are very good okay cool well i i don't really have anything else to i needed to talk about do you no i think i talked about everything Cool. I feel like whew, this is like my weekly therapy session. I know. I, I like, love it. I feel so Especially much lighter. When we had like a couple, we each had a shitty day yesterday. And then we were like, okay, let's, because we were planning on recording this yesterday, guys. And then today we're just like, okay, we're going to take yesterday off and we're going to come fresh today. And I feel so much better. So honestly, is there, there's times where it's good to record when you're in a bitchy mood, I feel, but it's always better yeah it's always better to come back to it when you're when you're both on the same like energy level you know yeah because I think we were both in a shitty mood yesterday so that just would have been a really depressing (laughs) (laughs) we would have ended up getting into a fight and ending the podcast (laughs) on air (laughs) oh my god I yeah yep so luckily the podcast will move on and guys make sure that you're keeping an eye out because we we're going to start providing additional additional content soon within the next couple of months 
we're going to get some extra stuff out there. Justine has like 5,000 podcast episodes that she does every week. So I'm trying not to overload her too much. We will get there. And then also last week we did upload our episode to YouTube. So YouTube. Yeah. I wrote the note YouTube. YouTube. Exactly. YouTube.com slash RBF pod is where you can find it. If you want to watch a visual, we would have done a visual this time, but we're having some camera issues. So we'll get back on that too, but keep an eye on Instagram, keep an eye out for announcements and follow us at resting bitch pod. Sounds good. That's it. All right. Bye. Bye.